Almost Punk Podcast live yeah. May first episode of May 2020. That is here correct. we go. Here what we go. What is the news in the land of punk? Yeah, there's some stuff happening in the world of punk. There's some albums, some things. Um, let's see. There was the aliens. There was news about aliens. News about the aliens. Yes. Yeah. That, what are the new releases first that are of okay. note? Okay. The releases that I have recently checked out are Homeless Gospel Choir. And it is a band I found out about from Anti-Flag. I think I've mentioned several times that I've been watching a lot of their live streams. Mm-hmm. They, they do a lot. Um, and they kept being like, blah, blah, blah. And they kept mentioning this band. And I'm like, am I supposed to know this band? Um, so apparently they are on AF Records, which makes sense. Um, and they have a new album um, that is called This Land is Your Landfill. And it's a uh, folk punk, kind of, if you like, Uh, against me or fake problems uh kind of uh you know lots of um centered around like lyrics and commentary and things like that uh pretty fun album not my favorite like type of punk or genre or anything but worth checking out when you say the folk is it uh electric guitar driven or is it acoustic guitar driven i believe it was a acoustic guitar driven and does it have a full drum set or is it just like a dude banging on a snare drum I think it's or... a dude because the homeless gospel choir is a dude named Derek okay the netty so does he play all the music and instruments himself oh i do not know that okay um I'm... this is an introduction this is not this is a an introduction. Uh, yeah i'm not an, not an expert but it is a band i've never heard of that looks like he's been releasing stuff since 2010 so okay. he's been releasing stuff for 10 years i have never heard of him until like a couple weeks ago um so that was cool and then the other release that i discovered recently is habat religion uh which is on fat Rec, and it is banned with uh somebody from useless id uh fat mic of no effects and it is basically uh it is their first self-titled debut um it came out in april oh brand new and it is it's kind of like like me first and the gimme gimmies but to like religious songs so like fast punk speed but the words are still you know is it any particular religion or is it like jewish songs christian songs it's, it's all jewish because uh it, yeah it's it's basically a jewish punk band oh okay yeah and so and useless id is the most successful punk band to come out of israel oh, okay and so and then i'm you know obviously it's also a take on bad religion which is like one of fat mike's favorite bands mm-hmm. um yeah it's kind of if you're into like you know, covers and sort of theme things and like me first and the gimme gimmies and um, that sort of realm. Um, that's an, it. It's like, we're, and it's a really uh, fast album. It's like 13 minutes or something like that. So oh. you can just kind of like check it out and the whole album is done faster than you can do anything really. 
Um, yeah. So that was another kind of newish release. And then also X have a new, there's actually kind of a lot of stuff happening. Uh-huh. Um, X has their first album in 35 years with the original lineup. I did hear about that. And I guess they were supposed to release it in August, but because, you know, we're all just sitting at home wanting to do, listen to stuff, read stuff, be entertained, they released it early. I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet, though. Uh, uh-huh. I was wondering if it was more of that country punk stuff that's uh, fat. Because they're on like Fat Possum or a subsidiary of that. I was actually kind of surprised at how upbeat the album is. Not that, but compared to what I expect from X. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, it was actually, yeah, it, I, I liked it. Um, and it, I thought, it was, I guess what's interesting is uh, AFI finished recording their album sounded like from one of the interviews I recently saw, but they were saying they don't want to release music right now because it's like such a weird time. Mm-hmm. They can't tour on the album. So there's pros and cons, just like with everything. And as we're all debating all of our terrible options yeah. um, with everything that's going on right now. So it's like, there's, you know, two different options. You release stuff now because people might be more likely to listen to it, but it's harder to promote It's You can't tour on it and, and so on. So yeah, I was thinking I now's a good time. If you're, we're in a band that you just, uh, start writing new songs because you can't do anything anyway. So it's just like, yeah, normally you would tour, put out an album and then you have that in the middle period. But if you're like AFI and you're you're already done with your album, I'm like, yeah, you might just have to start another one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or else. And I think. You got nothing to do. Two of them mentioned they're writing books. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're busy then. And then one of them has a kid and then. And. Another one, I don't know what he's been doing, but okay. yeah, everybody's kind of busy. Um, that is a weird thing. Yeah. You notice well, that? I don't know about you, but there is theoretically less to do, but my day is fuller and I'm more tired than oh, ever yeah. with less things. Oh, I, it, it's crazy. Every day it'll be like midnight and I'm like, how did this day, like I did nothing. Yep. And you know what it is? We're just spending all of our extra time doing the dishes. Yeah. Also dealing with the world situation right now is so exhausting that like that alone is doing something. Just like you lived another day. That was exhausting. Yep. <laughs> you or getting food is all my time is now trying to get food, cook food and do the dishes. That, there, there goes all of my time. I mean, I worked all day in front of a computer, mm-hmm. and then after that was done, I looked at my Fitbit. I had 2,000 steps. Oh, that's an improvement from last time. And I ate some dinner, and then it was like 9.30, and I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> that was it. I mean, yeah. I laid in bed. I didn't fall asleep for another two or three hours, but I mean, the fact that I was already done. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, there's nothing... To the, the the thing that I've noticed that's weird to me is like, it seems like time is going by so fast, even though you think that I'm bored, there's not as much going on. All of my hobbies are, on, or a lot of my hobbies are on hold and things like that, that it would feel like time is going slow, but because you lost all measurement of time yeah. because each day is groundhog day. You do exact the same things and 
you go to bed, all of the, since all of like the events and holidays and things that kind of made different days feel different, they're all gone. It's, it's like Saturday is not that much different from a Tuesday. Yeah. It's, well, so you're still like, like, Two weeks ago, we had done another podcast and I had listened to uh, all this music in preparation for it. And I was like, all right, I'm ready to talk about it. And then like this week came around I'm like, I haven't listened to anything new. I haven't done any research whatsoever. I don't know what happened. It's, I've just zombified. It's yeah. crazy. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. We need, I don't know. We need like more variety of activity. Yeah. I need more variety of activity. That's what it is. Cause I, I, I got an injury from sitting too much. Yeah. I got an injury <laughs> from sleeping. So that's the current state of affairs. I don't. Ridiculous. It, it is ridiculous. It's I have like, to sleep on my back now. It is. I'm not used to it. It's. Are weird. you a side sleeper? Well, I toss and turn all night, but uh, I can't do that because every time I toss and turn, I get pain. So I have to just be flat oh, on my no. back the whole time and not move. It's oh weird. no. It's not good. That sounds annoying. So yeah, you can't walk. <laughs> I can't move. Yeah, it's it's, falling apart. Is yeah. Not doing any exercise. Not doing anything. Not doing much. (laughs) Yeah, it's like yeah. And now is the time where oh, there's one more one more release I wanted to mention. Okay, go for it. So L Seven and Joan Jett. So they released a cover of Joan Jett's song, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts' Fake Friends. And then that was a side, a side of a single. And then there's another song called Witchy Burn on the B side. Mm. Um, and it was good. Uh, I liked it. If you like L7 and or Joan Jett, check it out. I think I like it better than her original version. That's cool. So that's cool because it's a little singer? bit heavier. Ooh. Does L7 sing? Do they do like do half and half or is it all Joan Jett or is it all... I was like busy rocking or... out to be taking that much of notes. I didn't okay. Know, but, um, I think they both sing. Okay. Yeah, if I recall correctly. Um, and then, oh, I also wanted to mention last week we talked about masks. And I mentioned that the Thursday masks and thrice masks, the face masks. Um, I also wanted to mention that I failed to say last week that they both started as them making masks to donate and then people ask to buy them and so then they i think both of them are donating part of proceeds to covid re, uh, related things so i just wanted to mention that that they didn't just jump on the band on the bandwagon of making masks yes. and then since we had that conversation i've seen at least two other bands make masks distillers have masks now Rise Against Have Masks. I think they also both are donating part of proceeds. Um, but anyways, we totally called it. Like yep. we, we had this conversation and maybe two days later, I'm seeing even more masks. We broke up. that news. We broke that news <laughs> to each other. Because, right. But yeah, totally called it. We were, it was just so, uh, it was so funny to see that. I was like, aha, we were right. Actually, so. you broke the news. That's true. You were, you were like the chief correspondent bringing back the that's, information to the show. Right. I, I need to, you know, have a little video segment with my mask and, ooh, do, do like a fashion editorial about like, 
which band's mask is the most comfortable? If I can buy one, as I told you, they sell out so fast. Good luck. Yep. Shoot. Yeah. Should have. Uh, well, eventually we'll have these bands. We'll interview them and then it'll be more, yeah. more of a thing. Also, I think I mentioned it last week, but I'm still uncertain. How many masks should I own in my wardrobe? I was wondering the same thing. I was thinking three. Okay. I started making my own mask now too. Okay. I'll show you, but for everyone else, I'll just give a verbal description. Okay. At, for also masks, the, the do-it-yourself ones, I don't believe actually do anything, but I will. <laughs> I have a foam rub, piece of foam rubber. Whoa, hold Ooh. on. Okay. There you go, like that. Oh, okay. And then I cut out a circle from my t-shirt that goes over my face. Oh, and wow. then I got a coffee filter. I cut that into a circle the same size as I cut the uh, piece of cotton. So okay. then you take the the the, the, uh, the the sponge thing, the neoprene face mask, then you put the cotton in front of it, then you put on the coffee filter, and then you put it wow. over your face. And that's, then you got it, DIY. That's pretty, yeah, that's easy. You should uh, make a tutorial on YouTube. <laughs> well, I looked it up though because they were selling. I was like, "Oh, I better get a mask." Yeah, it's gonna take a month for delivery, or I, you know, and I then all you have to pre-order masks now. That's They're what. That's up. what I ended up doing. I mean, I, I ordered it something like two or three weeks ago, and I just got it. But I looked it up. I was like, "What are these neoprene dust masks? Uh, what are they good for?" And I looked it up on the internet. Th these masks do nothing. They don't do anything for for prevention, nor one way or the other. Okay. But then I'm like, so what can I do? And they're like, well, if you layer it with cotton, then it starts to do something, oh, right? So I'm okay. like, okay, so that's why I got my cotton layer. And then I looked up, I'm like, well, I can't get a real filter. And they recommended a HEPA filter from like a vacuum cleaner. I didn't have one, yeah. but I did have the ability to get the coffee thing. Oh. So it's like, by themselves, none of these things do anything, but you start adding the layers and it's supposed to start doing something. I see. And that's where, that's where I'm at, just adding more layers to the DIY face mask. You know, what's funny is I will go outside and, you know, just have socially distanced interactions with people. Like I have a dog, so, you know, sometimes they say stuff about my dog or whatever. And sometimes I'll smile at people. <laughs> and then I remember <laughs> I'm wearing a mask. Like, no, they, <laughs> they don't know. Or like, like, cause yeah, somebody's dog, like ran up to my dog and I was like, yeah, and like, no problem. And then I was like, Oh, like so much of like what everybody's been saying, you know, communication experts have been saying so much of communication is nonverbal. Like you lose so much yep. of context of like, how does the person feel about this weird yep. accident happening? Um, yeah, it's funny. Also, I'm like, should I, but then again, having like a meaner mask, maybe people stay away from you. So that's, you don't hear much about the emo ninjas out ah. there. <laughs> Cause you know, as a ninja, you can't express the emotions. That's true. therefore no emo ninjas. That's why I've always wondered. <laughs> <laughs> and now, oh, speaking of emo, so emo night did like a emo night prom last week because all these people that would have gone to prom this year did not ah, prom. Okay. So, so they did like, I think people dialed in on Zoom and dressed up and stuff like that. Um, so that's cool. That got me thinking. An emo mask then would be 
saran wrap with just a bunch of uh, holes poked in it with a needle. So that way you can see it, your, your, your emotional state. Well, or it would be the mask from the cover of um, Under Oath album that had a mask. Oh, that's right. And emo, emo was, you know, screamed oh, perfect. In on that trend way before. That's the official emo night mask, if ever. Actually, then they also made masks. They're gonna put that album cover on a mask. And then they'll oh, sell that. that's a good. Okay, so actually, emo night is one of the things that made a mask, and their face mask says "Dreaming of a Better Time." Oh. And I was really, I was really hoping they would do like a melodramatic mask because I'm feeling pretty melodramatic and emo about life right now. And I, I kept waiting for them to do it, and then they made like a positive statement mask, and I'm like, no, 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 I want a mask that says like I'm you know, life is barely worth living right now. Or, you know, something something a little more dramatic and emo. Like, this is emo. Like, this is emo night. This is for people who are, like, listening to Taking Back Sunday and, you know, and all these extremely dramified stories of heartbreak that, you know, are, like, super extreme. And I just thought I – they have some cooler merch than that, but the masks I was a little bit bummed about. I was – like they have t-shirts that say sad AF like that. I would wear that as a mask. I'm feeling pretty sad about it. Or like, you know, it's gotta be like a razor blade, but it says my heart keeps beating. You Something. Know? <laughs> yeah. But not like, I don't know. I mean, it's good. People, I guess maybe need positive statements, but I just, you know, oh, they do. They probably do, but I don't go to emo night for my positive statement. <laughs> you know, that, that, I, well, if I was into positive statements, I would follow all these other things on the internet that repost inspirational quotes yeah. all the time. I'm like, no, no, no. This is my like, you know, feeling escape. You get to be really dramatic and, you know, feel things. Yeah. And this is There's like, not no, the no, self, no. Self, self-help section. No, this is mm. like emo. Like, oh my God. <laughs> This person did not return my text. Well, the world is imploding and <laughs> no one will ever like me again. And no, nothing has a meaning. Everything sucks. Like, but keep going for two more hours. Yep. To get to the actual <sighs> of drama. So anyway, uh, you were talking about aliens. Oh, I was about to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the, of all the times to release new information. This is the time the government releases the uh, UAP UFO footage mm -hmm. along, along, taking credit from Blink-182, saying that it was his To The Stars uh, Academy that uh, forced the government to release the uh, UAP footage, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. And yeah. That's no longer Unidentified Flying Object. It's unidentified aerial phenomena phenomena so that's something that you need to to learn okay thank you i will i have to update my phenomena the thing though uh about the released footage is most people that are into ufo stuff they've already seen this stuff like yeah. decade ago or more because it came out i think it was 2005 yeah so the government yeah. releases a 15 year old video of something that's already out there and then I guess the thing that was different is that the government agreed that it wasn't doctored footage. It was okay. legit. So it doesn't, 
that doesn't prove anything one way or the other. It just shows that the government acknowledged something for the first time. So that was the big, the big deal. Yeah. Okay. And it's interesting that they do it now. It does feel like they're trying to release, release it at a time where people aren't as interested. Yeah. <laughs> like where it was true. Like, you're just trying to survive. It's like nothing matters anymore. Like, it, it, it would be such a bigger deal if we didn't have, like, killer bees and a pandemic yeah. and, you know, collapse of society as we know it kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah I would have probably gotten a little Also, bit the footage that they released is, is pretty garbage. I mean, yeah. you can't see what you're looking at. It's a radar view of... Uh, you can't even it just looks like a blurry light okay, and the, well, the light move it moves really quick left to right and it's filmed by a, a guy in a like a fighter pilot or something and he's like whoa that's crazy it, it's unbelievable how fast it's moving and so it's like even the military dude that's making the commentary is like thrown off because it's like this is not like anything i've ever seen before but when you're looking at it you can't even tell what it is anyway so it doesn't it doesn't definitively show anything that exciting, at least to me. Because uh, you, know, you could argue that it's just a photon or a plasma beam or anything. Okay. You can't say it's a a spacecraft. You couldn't. It must be. Yeah. It must be so exciting for Tom DeLonge from he was in Blink One Eighty Two before this to be release it because he left the band because he was so interested in like aliens and nope. he's been the joke the butt of every joke for a decade like everyone made fun of him for it and it must be so nice to be like haha like i was right like he's that's true he's probably renting a billboard that says i was right he's in a good mood i read an interview where he just said He's going to join Blink-182. He's getting back in the band at some point. Okay. So he wasn't, he didn't say that he's going to get back together with them right now because he's got Angels and Airwaves. They got to release a new album and then they got a tour. That's going to take at least a year. Plus we're delayed another year because of the stay at home order. Yeah. And so he's like, well, two years from now, maybe it will be the time, but it's going to happen at some point. And then I thought, oh, I wonder if the Alkaline Trio guy's mad because uh, he's got Matt his two years' Skiba. notice. <laughs> yeah, yeah Matt Skiba. I guess it was nice they gave him two years' notice. Hey! <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I really like him, and I like Alkaline Trio, but I never like him in the band as much. I mean, he's great at it. It's just, I think he's too cool. Mm. <laughs> I like... I like him so much better than Blink-182 that it's just always felt like, eh, I'm not, I don't really care about that. But it's funny, I watched them being interviewed on K-Rock months ago, and Mark talks a lot, Travis, like, barely talks, and Matt did not get a word in. And it must be really <laughs> weird when you're, like, the most known person in Alkaline Trio to then be in a stadium doing stadium tours and being interviewed by everybody, but nobody cares about you. Like yeah. it, it must be such a humbling experience. And I don't like, I, I don't look down on him for doing that. It's, it's a great, you know, if you're looking at a, your career, that's a, that's a good opportunity. Yeah. Like I, 
there's way way more stuff to do that you could be doing with your life than touring with Blink 182, right? Well, like, also he recorded an album with them too, so it wasn't like yeah. he was just filling in and singing yeah. someone else's songs. I mean, yeah, he is, but yeah. he also contributed something new that they're also put at least a couple of those songs into the set. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I just also, you know, like want him to have time to do Alkaline stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm selfish, so. Well, now he can start the writing process, at least if he hasn't already. Because like I said, he's got his two years notice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the other, oh, Tom DeLong, he also bought Space Rocks for like 50 grand. That was the other weird thing that happened. Oh, like recently or a long time ago? I think it was like a year ago or maybe okay. two years. Because I've been following the UFO stuff for quite some time. It's funny because I was like into the UFO stuff a long, long time ago. And then Blink-182 came into the picture. Oh. And I was kind of like, well, I'm like, eh, whatever. And now it's, now it's become a thing. It's like, okay, that's cool. Just like you said, he's got to be super happy because the government didn't acknowledge anything forever. And now he came in with the big PR and then they were like, okay, we'll release something to the public. And so that yeah. was good. Good for, I'm glad that they're doing stuff. Yeah. And it, it must be so nice when people have been judging and laughing and talking. Well, well there's, I'm sure that's not there's going still, to stop because there's, if you're going to follow the uh, UFO alien conspiracy theory stuff, it starts getting real weird pretty quick from here so it depends on what he wants to start talking about because once he starts mentioning project serpo that's a whole nother that's another thing that it's fun to talk about and i'll just briefly mention it it's where uh an alien came to planet earth in like the 1940s uh became friends with uh the government and then they did a trade of like 12 americans went to uh the zeta reticuli uh, star structure and then they traded information so if, like if he starts talking about that stuff that's that's when he's gonna get a lot more uh grief oh, wow. than just ufos where you don't know what you're talking about it's just a ufo it could be anything but when you're talking about specific this alien came to the united states this alien traded information with us that's that's another thing <laughs> that's yeah. So I've been trying to, the other thing I've been, been kind of casually trying to keep an eye on is there are some states that are saying they're going to start allowing concerts. Mm -hmm. um, so I know Missouri said they were going to, and then Arkansas is actually going to have the first concert it's post or since we've been all on the shutdown uh, start on Friday, Friday, May 15th. Oh, they already announced who it's going to be? I don't know who it's going to be. I can't find it. I will keep looking. Um, but it was, it sounds, uh, let's see. It says everyone must remain six feet apart um, and capacity will be reduced by 80%. So only 20% of capacity will be uh and will be actually in attendance this sounds and, like a great show <laughs> right i guess yeah and it's oh and then the venue will be sanitized by fog sprayers beforehand okay so 
that's a thing. And I've also seen some reports that there's like some, I guess, I don't know. I don't even know if it's a joke or not, but that they're thinking of doing like drive through concerts. Okay. I, I don't know if that's like true, but. You know, the, that, the 20% capacity. Thing, let's say, you know, you, you go to a club, it would normally have a hundred people. Yeah. Uh, it's a Monday night. Not that many people are there. There's only 20 people there anyway. And, and if there's only 20 people, you're not going to be sitting that close to each other anyway. So it's basically just like a mandatory Monday night show. Yes. But on a Friday. Oh, so I guess this is the person. The concert is Travis McGreedy. I don't know who that is. Um, it's from the band Bishop Gun or something. I don't know. Don't but, know. But that'll be interesting. But it's really funny that people who clearly make these rules uh, have never been to a concert. <laughs> like, this is how you know when you, the people that are making the policy don't really understand what's going on. Yeah. I have never attended a concert that was separate, except like you were saying, the only way to do it is you get a bunch of local bands to open, yeah. invite all their friends, and then you're guaranteed you'll only be at like, 15 20 percent capacity yeah. max that's why i was thinking it's like it. it's a monday night show and that's the yeah. only reason they let anyone do it is because they're like they don't care if anyone shows up or not because it's monday night so let's yeah. say this is your new model of how concerts are going to move forward every bar is going to go out of business because mm -hmm. they don't make any money on those nights that yeah. is if if you take away their friday night and your Saturday night, and you just give them Monday night every night of the That's week. In, yeah, they'll be out of they'll be out of business in a month. They don't oh, make any money. True. Well, I mean, we had such better ideas when we, you know, solved all of the music industry problems a couple episodes ago. And I was yeah. saying they should just do several shows a night. That would have worked out better. I don't know. Seems easier than trying to do social distancing at a show. So yeah, <laughs> I'm really curious. I'm going to be following up on that. I mean, yeah. Well, it, I mean, I guess that's that's the starting point. So uh, we'll see how that goes. will come from that one way or the other. That's but true. If all those if those twenty people die, then there'll be no concerts for another two years. If everyone has a great time, they'll be like, okay, well, now we can do forty percent or something yeah. like that, and they'll just slowly progress towards that. Yeah. Oh, I guess it remains to be seen. Yeah, and then I, I've definitely seen some survey data that says people aren't interested in big events until there's a vaccine. Yeah. So oh, do you remember the, the Nevada governor or whatever the mayor is like, if they yes. want to use us as a test market, go ahead. I'm like, shoot, Vegas will be up in no time. <laughs> I mean, all the residents, except they don't like have as many touring, but they have a lot of residents. I mean, they do have touring acts too. But yeah, like if they, if they did that in Vegas, all that people that actually live there would stay at home and they would just oh, yeah. let the tourists come and die. They'd be like, I don't care. I'm not going out. <laughs> yeah. And it must be weird as a band too, because, you know, they all want to get, it's the same as us being fans. Like you all want to get back to normal. We all miss live music. I want to see bands. I know bands want to play. They'll play. But it's, it's like you don't want to do it too soon and people aren't, 
you know, it's, it's just such a weird time. To the be, only ones that aren't going to play are the ones that are so set that they don't need to play for money. But if you're a, a band, like just struggling to making a living and they're like, Hey, you can come to Vegas. They're opening it up as a test market. I could see any band would just take it. They would be like, ah, okay. You know, if you're going to make money to, to support yeah. yourself, you're going to go out there and you're going to play. I, I yeah. Oh, There's tons of then, diseases to catch. This is just another one. <laughs> so, and, and another thing I saw this week that's it's not punk, but I thought it was it was uh, funny is that Gene Simmons is was promoting wearing face masks uh, on Twitter, and it's just uh, I don't know when you live in the world where Gene Simmons is a voice of reason. <laughs> It just, you and we all have several moments a day like this where you're like, is this really happening? Like the amount of excitement I get when I get food that I'm trying to get or like any accomplishing task that used to be effortless or whatever. And then you have, you know, sometimes, and then you see Gene Simmons. I'm shocked that he's promoting wearing a mask. I mean, he did write two, at least two self-help books. But I thought he would have been the opposite. I thought he would have said, don't bother or whatever. Well, so, he hey. Said, the idea of cloth masks is not to protect you. It's to protect everyone else. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, here's why it's not surprising, I suppose. Kiss has always had masks on. Oh, that's true. Actually, also, you know what it is. He wants to sell them. That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> but my point number two was going to be like, he sees this as a great merchandising yep. opportunity, and because especially with Kiss, then you can sell four masks because you gotta oh, have, you gotta have the band members. Oh well, they have more than four because they have other band members that aren't in the band oh, anymore. Right, so there's at least six. Uh, <laughs> Twenty bucks a pop. them all. Twenty. This is Kiss. It's got to be at least fifty dollars. You're right. What was I thinking? I was thinking of normal. You could buy a set of six for two hundred dollars. That's probably what he'll end up doing. Hey, <laughs> we probably, you know, this week I'll probably see, find these masks online and be like, oh, we called it again. That's hella fun. Oh, that is, you know, at first when you said the voice of reason, I was shocked thinking, no, this, this wow, that's amazing. And then it did hit me. The money. It hit us at the same time. Oh, uh, like, uh, it's totally about the money. That yeah, genius. I was like, why? Genius. Yeah. Yep. It's a, <laughs> He's it's not donating that to charity. No. <laughs> No way. <laughs> oh my god if, if anything they'll like invent a special tax tax you, you you're paying if you're an essential worker trying <laughs> a kiss mask you actually pay 10 percent extra oh man that is the best yep and the worst well, <laughs> do you have a grudge this week uh this week you know what my grudge is overtime what? at uh, work at yeah. home that is ridiculous. I've done it, what, four or five times now in two weeks. I know woe is me because I still get to work and make money. So that, that's yep. good. But when you're in front of the computer for eight hours and then you have to stay another two and you didn't know in advance and you're just mad because whatever is going on will not end and your brain just starts to go crazy and you get in this bad mood and that's what's been going on that is my grudge over time over time yeah in quarantine 
oh, even worse than overtime without quarantine. Yeah. You think there'd be all these benefits because you're yeah. already at home. Yeah. You, you don't have to wear fancy clothes. You don't have to comb your hair. You don't have, yeah. to, you don't have to take a shower. You know, I find that those benefits are far outweighed in reality of the life that we live. Yeah. It's a very theoretical benefit. It's not an actual benefit. No. I mean, do I like waking up earlier and having to get dressed for work? No. But is it better than a pandemic that's destroying everything yeah. I care about? No. Is, is this a one-time thing where I, once or twice a week I'm working from home and I'm like getting, you know, I'm, I'm doing laundry at the same time and I'm living my best life? Or No. I'm not no. doing any of that. No. I'm past that. Yeah. It's like, it's exciting to wear sweatpants, but it's only exciting for so long. And we have passed that months ago. Heck yeah. We, we really have. Yeah. So my grudge. What yeah, about you? I, I don't have a specific grudge. I, I, I'm just, everything sucks right now. So <laughs> everything, my grudge is everything. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of getting really tired of being at home and bored and just, just, not a lot of excitement to look forward to, if any. Yep. Um, so it, that's pretty lame. I do find something I like, though. Um, I think the only thing we should keep post this is contactless delivery. Oh, yeah. Because I'm realizing every time I do get a food delivery order, I'm usually like in pajamas or sick or... I'm just not well enough or feeling too lazy to even drive to go get food. Yep. So that's not the condition I want to have to deal with strange people coming over. Oh, yeah. And having to deal with that whole awkward exchange. I'm like, no, no, no. Can we just tape your tip outside yep. or do it in, in the app? And Don't forget to tip. No, don't forget. Like you can still, I still tip, but then it's just so much easier now. You don't have Tipping to have advanced. the conversation. Yep. My dog isn't going crazy and attacking the person and I'm getting scratched up. Like it's just the whole process is painful and obnoxious anyways. Or, you know, like sometimes they leave and I'm like trying to chase them down to give them a tip. It's just like too much. Yep. I'm realizing oh. how that wasn't even convenient. Like I used to think that was convenient and being lazy, like you order food and it yeah. just shows up. And now I'm like, Oh my God. But having that whole minute interaction, whew, exhausting. This is how it is now. They just leave it on your doorstep and just like in home alone, leave Our it on alone. the doorstep. Get, out get the hell out of here. Like <laughs> my movie just, called it that's, that's the model for how food delivery should be done because literally i'm always either usually i don't do it unless i'm like lazy sick etc and that, i don't want to have to you know open the door or put on different pants Heck or yeah put on pants in the first place like yep i'm on board okay i i think we should really imp work on you know promoting that message well, anything else before we uh, call it a day here? I think I'm all good. Be safe, everyone. You know, listen to Jen. Listen to more stuff so we can talk about it. Yes. Anytime. That will be a goal moving forward for me is to start listening to stuff again like I was a couple of weeks ago. Get back on that music train. It'll it's okay. We all have our good and bad weeks. And, all right. Well, 
Signing off. Signing off. It is Almost Punk Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.